Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. We're ready. Right, Jeff? We're, we're talking and all of a sudden, oh, the show's starting. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not the first time it's happened either. No, not at all. Jeff, good to see you. Good to see you too, Paul. Jeff Kowal, your host every weekend. We're in WIBA Madison. So you folks in Madison, welcome to the program. Of course, WISN in Milwaukee. We've been doing the show since 2001. Why do I remember yep. that? Because 9-11. Right, it was a Saturday before 9-11 that we came on the air. We were off for the following week. They had a cathedral uh, uh, memorial, yeah. um, and then we were back on after that. But, yeah, it was a memorial. Um, easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to remember, easy to say. It was at that time. So 18 years later, we're still doing the show. A lot to talk about. Things are changing constantly. And you wonder, how do we fill the the you know the time well the, the tax law changes retirement planning changes uh, 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 trends change like now with uh, despite full employment we're having less uh, some people that are getting laid off from jobs so there's a, a lot of stuff going on that changes constantly in the retirement area well first and foremost Jeff because we're live in person ready to answer questions I'll give out the phone number if you've got any retirement question like. 401k plans. Maybe you need a rollover. Maybe you've got several 401k plans just floating around out there from previous jobs. Let's get that organized and talk about either you can consolidate those, Jeff. Sometimes yep. every case is different, of course, and how much money do you have for retirement, taxes, social security, estate planning, all kinds of questions pertaining to your retirement or simply saving up. Are you on the right path? At my age, the X amount of dollars, am I on the right path? Many times we get those basic questions, Jeff. Yeah, our practice is for those with $750,000 or more in retirement assets. But they show us for everybody. And if you have something that's keeping you up at night, if, you have, if you're close to already in retirement and you have some questions that, that your employer gave you and you don't know how to answer them, or you have some questions that you think you should ask before you leave, uh, give us a call with that. I'll give out that phone number again, Jeff, because I want to jumpstart questions because the show gets busy. We've got the boss minute coming up with Aaron Kowal, business owners and their savings and security. We call it the boss minute. In the second half of the show, we talk about wealth management and preservation in our now infamous sexy segment that we do every week on the show. And we, we will get to all of that today, but we're here to answer questions. The Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open for you, 799-1130, 414-799-1130. Jeff, of course, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. They have now five locations world headquarters in waukesha in port washington in madison and middleton phoenix arizona and i guess we should mention the latest edition because it might be the most visible because it's in racine and it's right off the freeway at highway 20 that's right big old sign there you can't miss it that's right koal investment group right on uh, highway 20 and 94 in racine a great location uh, a lot of um uh, businesses right in that area with uh, Amazon and Uline, uh, Johnson, uh, 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 SC Johnson. There's a lot of companies that are down there, great companies. I know I'm going to miss a bunch of them. Uh, but if you're close to already retirement down there, also we have a great location for you. Foxconn, 
not Foxconn. Not, you bet. Not too far away. Yeah, they're actually a part of them is uh, their. I think their health center is going to be across the street from our office. So, um, yeah, we're right by where Foxconn is going to be. Is that going to be a city within a city? It, I, seems, it like, seems like it was, the, the number of employees they're talking about having there. It could be. Like a campus. We'll, we'll be yes. calling it the Foxconn right. campus. Didn't Governor Walker, when he was governor at the time, call it Wisconsin Valley or something like right. that? And, uh, I mean, that's just going to be building and building and growth. And what does that mean, Jeff? With jobs, Jeff, that's good. That means there needs to be restaurants and hotels and movie theaters and bars. That's that's <laughs> that's right. Uh, and, and one thing that, that you, you bring up is that a lot of good things are happening, but in the same time, uh, breath. There's, there's things happening with Amazon, with others, and mostly it's it's uh, affecting other industries. Uh, this is a USA Today article that says, laid off, here are some financial moves to make. And you'd think, wait a second, we have 37 3.8% national unemployment rate, which is very low, which is full employment, and then you have 28 or 2.9% in Wisconsin. Who's getting laid off? Well, some of the this is by Susan Tampour. She's a columnist with USA Today. It says recent layoffs at Ford Motor Company are among the largest to grab the headlines. The automaker isn't alone in trimming its payrolls. Retailers, snack food companies, manufacturers, and others are cutting costs across the country. Many times, employees are caught totally off guard. So, despite the fact that we have great uh, employment news. Uh, the U.S. unemployment rate hit 3.6% in April, the lowest point in nearly 50 years. The reality is there could be some big job cuts at specific companies. And so there were some tips as to what to do if you find yourself in that situation. Uh, retailers, uh, auto companies, um, auto support types of companies. Um, first of all, f- uh, figure out how to stretch your dollars. Uh, and again, this is a columnist for USA Today. Uh, always tell people you've got to hoard cash until you have a little bit more certainty in the next 90 days. For a lot of people, especially if they're caught off guard, um, they want to make big decisions in a short period of time, and you don't have to. If you just set money aside for the next 90 days, you buy yourself some time. Paying a little interest for a couple months is better off than not being able to pay the mortgage if things don't look up quickly. So instead of trying to reduce your debt all at once, maybe just pay the interest until you get a better view mm. of what's going on in your life. Another thing they, they say is put spending on hold. Stop spending money on things that you really can live without. Uh, take out meals, premium cable, rounds of golf. Uh, again, you you don't want to uh, abandon your lifestyle completely, but just for the next ninety days, just take a maybe take an inventory of things that you're doing, and can you back off on some of that until you have more certainty? You know, know what a big one is? What at least in my little circle of friends, cutting the cord, getting rid of cable, is saving for some people. They're spending one hundred and thirty, forty, fifty bucks right. on cable. Yeah. You cut that, and you stream Netflix or Hulu for twenty bucks, Jeff, and an antenna. You've got good TV. Yep. Yep, I'm, I didn't yet do it. I didn't. I have not cut the cord. Well, we did that in, in some. Actually, I think we did because we have Directv now, uh, and not promoting them, not saying that that's the best one or anything. And, I've got Directv, and too. then we've got an antenna down in in uh, Arizona. So we've you know we, we're trying to do that. Um, you know, I don't pay attention to how much we saved on that. Though <laughs> I probably should, but, <laughs> but it, it is. It's those little monthly things that when yeah. you start doing the math, all of a sudden they really add up. Yep. Another one is review options for tuition student loans. If you've been laid off and have a child in college, you should appeal for more financial aid. 
according to Mark Kantrowitz, who is vice president for Saving for College, um, provide the college financial aid office with a copy of the layoff notice. Most colleges will make an adjustment to the financial aid package corresponding to the change in income. Hmm. And it's interesting that a lot of these layoffs happen to people who are at the peak of their income. They've got kids in college. They're making the most money they ever did. And those are the targets for a lot of these layoffs. Um, the kids in college still paying off the mortgage, things like that. Another one is try not to touch your 401k. This is a key, th- a key planning uh, a piece. Try not to touch it. Lots of Americans cash out according to National Retirement Savings Cash Out Clock. Uh, the total retirement savings cashed out through May 28th of this year was $27.5 billion according to that clock, which puts Americans on pace to prematurely cash out $68 billion from their retirement plans in 2019. Um, many times people aren't even using money from cashing out of the 401k for emergencies. Instead, many may use it to pay down debt or even take vacations. So don't do it unless, I mean, use it as an absolute last resort. Don't do it, especially as soon as you get laid off, grab your 401k and use that. Don't do it. Try to keep that for the last money. Probably hard to resist because you're thinking, I've got this money. It's all sitting there. Right. But uh, it's just really, in a big picture, not not a good idea. Right. And a, the, the good quote, pull quote here is it says, you can't borrow for retirement once you retire. You can borrow for expenses. You can put money on credit cards. You can borrow money for education. You can borrow money for everything else. But you can't borrow money for college. Um, so while it may sound harsh, it may be better to take out a bit more lower cost credit card debt if you need uh, to get through in an emergency. This one, I'm going to talk a little bit more after the break, too. It says, consider lump sum or regular pension check. Um, think, hard, think hard about whether it makes sense to trade in steady pension checks that offer income for life for a one-time, one-time lump sum payout. And there are things that you can do. You know, again, first thing is if you, if you do nothing, you'll get a regular check. And that's not the worst thing. Although, you, again, we advise our clients that if they are going to take income from the pension, should they take it as a hundred percent survivor, fifty percent to the survivor, nothing to the survivor, surviving spouse, things like that? Uh, if you start the the uh, if you start taking a pension check before age sixty five, the windows open up again for a lump sum decision when you're sixty five. Uh, you may have thirty years of service or be at least 55 with 10 years of service to qualify for a lump sum. Rules vary by company, but double check with your company. And a lot of times people want to take a lump sum. Um, Some of the big reasons is if they have a shorter life expectancy, give me the lump sum. I can pass that on to my heirs. They can have that money. Uh, If they have other sources of income and don't necessarily need the regular income check, that may be a reason. Again, you might not be able to pass on your pension check, or you, you you can't to your spouse, but not to any other heirs, where you can pass on an IRA um, if you rolled a lump sum. I'll talk more about that after the break. And finally, it says find a way to grab a little more cash. Move quickly to do what you can to plug any gaps in your crisis budget. Um, pick up extra money, work at a golf course, part-time ship shopper. Do you ever hear that? Ship shopper. That's what the article says, S-H-I-P-T, shopper whose shop delivers groceries and household essentials. Oh, I've heard of that. I didn't know the name, though. Yeah. I mean, that seems like something that somebody could do as a stopgap, Uber drivers, things like that. Remember, it can take longer than expected for someone who held a top-paying middle management job to find a job with comparable compensation. Oh, of course. 
Um, you know, you think with full employment now, and there are still millions of jobs open. So you're in a better position now than you were, say, 2008 and 2009. If you're being laid off from your job now, you're in a much better position to find a middle management, upper management job now than you were um, 10 years ago. The market's incredible right now, Jeff, with full unemployment. You're right. What's, I mean, full unemployment really is. Full employment, yeah. 4% unemployment rate? Correct. That's that's roughly because four percent of the people are never going to get a job for yeah. whatever reason. Or that's not. right. Uh, those that want a job generally have a job, and the we're under four chronically, now. Yeah, the rest are chronically unemployed or unemployable. Um, and yeah, so there are, but there are. What did they say? At least in Wisconsin, hundreds of thousands of jobs that are unfilled. Yeah. So you would think that if you are laid off from a job here, you have to make decisions on what you're going to do. You have ninety, typically ninety days is a good time frame just to take a step back and say, yeah. "I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to try to cut my expenses, try to gather cash, but not make any major decisions until you move on to your ne- next part of your career." It's a good point. That's where is that from? USA Today. That was USA Today article. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, Jeff. And after the break, we'll uh, continue with the retirement clinic. Of course, you hear Jeff and his staff do the market updates in Madison and in Milwaukee on WISN every day. Uh, we mentioned Jeff's website, thekowalway.com, for more information. Thekowalway.com. It's K-O-W-A-L. K-O-W-A-L. I spelled that right? You got that right. <laughs> Close uh, enough. A lot of information is on the website. Thekowalway.com. Yeah. The biz, uh, the when we get to the boss minute, Jeff, uh, which is after this break, then we'll get to some questions. I did get a text that you can answer after the break. All right, sounds great. And it's uh, you, another way of communicating. Feel free to text us or call us on the Acunet Mortgage Line, 414-799-1130. So we'll take your retirement questions when we come back. Or again, if you want to text us, that's fine too. We'll address those questions after the break. And who picked this music? Eagles. Actually, a friend of mine, Mike, picked it. <laughs> I was driving in here talking with him, and I said, who you want to hear? He said, Eagles. So. The entire show? Sure. We take requests. There's enough. I like it. <laughs> I love the Eagles. Can never go wrong. Oh, yeah. Even a new version with Vince Gill. I'm okay with that. Oh, really? Yeah, have you seen him with Vince no. Gill? Oh, my gosh. Just go to YouTube. The current Eagles version, John White, our traffic guy, hates him. Can't stand it. Uh, Glenn Fry's dead. We can't change that, right? So Vince Gill took his spot. That's like John Mayer with uh, Grateful Dead. And, and my Adam, my son, has, has heard them. This is fantastic. Puts on a great show. With but them. the true deadheads probably don't like it. I'm sure. It's changed. <laughs> oh, yeah, who, it's different. But who cares? Did they even know, by the way? That's right. Who, <laughs> really? Oh, okay, we'll be right back after a break. Enjoy the Eagles and stick around. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. We've talked about a lot of ways to sell businesses, but not about how to address an issue that many businesses face, debt. First, take inventory of your debt. Sort all your different types of debt by interest rates and monthly payments. This can help you prioritize which debts to take on first. Many times, highest interest rate debt should be the first on the list to address. 
Second is to cut costs. Consider selling off any equipment, office supplies, or any other items that you don't use too often. Also consider smaller offices or split costs with other companies. Next, refinance high-cost debt. If you can't pay off any debts in full, it may make sense to explore refinancing. The Federal Reserve has not been clear, which has caused some uncertainty about interest rates, and now may be a great time to explore consolidating those debts into one, if possible, and take advantage of the great rates while they last. Last, shorten payment terms with clients. Your business might have clients on long-term payment plans. Maybe they even consistently pay late. Either way, it may make sense to revise payment terms. 30-day rather than 90-day payment terms can boost the speed of cash flowing into the business. Also, early payment discounts and late payment penalties can be effective ways to whittle down what is owed to you. Dropping debt that can be an anchor is one way to help with the long-term prospects, but also can greatly increase the value of your business, especially if you're looking to make an exit. That is Aaron Kowal, today's Boss Minute, business owners, savings, and security. Jeff, we do this every week for business owners. That's right, and Aaron made a great point that if you can reduce your expenses when you're trying to beef up the value of your business, the less baggage the next owner has to have, a great idea. We have a couple of text questions. If you did text them in, we're going to get to those after we take our first phone call. So you can do that. You can call us with your questions or text us on the Accident Mortgage line. 414-799-1130. John is in Fredonia. Let's start with John. Good morning, sir. Hi, John. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? Great. Good. Thank you. What's up? Uh, I was going to ask whether or not gold and silver were a good investment or a rollover into an IRA. And is there a time limit? In other words, can a person start late? Um, I didn't, I'm not sure I understood this. Let me address the first part of your question and we'll answer your second part about the rollover. Is, does gold and silver, should you roll over money into a gold and silver portfolio? I I think gold and silver has, a, and precious metals, hard assets has a place in the portfolio, but probably not more than 5 to 6%, 5 to 6% of the total assets. Um, it's, it used to be a store of value, it used to be, uh, you, you could always rely on that, especially during difficult times. Not sure that's the case so much anymore, but I wouldn't abandon it completely, and I certain wouldn't, certainly wouldn't roll an entire IRA into a gold or a silver portfolio. Okay. What was the second Thank part with, with about a rollover? The second part was if a time limit? a person started late, late in life, late, like uh, 60, 65 and a half. <laughs> Is it is that too late to start for retirement planning? Is that what you're saying, or what? Is that too late to start? Of course not, and especially if you, the rules for over fifty plus, there are catch up provisions in both four hundred one k plans and in IRAs uh, that you can uh, probably put away nineteen six about twenty six thousand dollars twenty five twenty six thousand dollars into a four hundred one k another six thousand dollars into an IRA so you can put uh, about thirty two thousand dollars away into a. Um, 401ks into retirement plans. So if you compound that, or if you if you multiply that by five or six years, if you still work for a few more years, if you have a spouse, you can double that. So no, it's not too late to start, but better pick up the pace. Okay, can a person do that on a weekly basis or a monthly basis? 
Oh, for the most part, yeah. If, if from your employer, they'll be able to do that. And then you, a lot of times you get a company match from the company employer as well. Hey, John, thank you so much for the question today. We appreciate it. We're going to move along. We've got other callers and we have room. So call in. Those retirement questions are welcome. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line 799-1130. And speaking of Jeff is on. We're halfway through the show. So besides the sexy segment, Jeff, plenty of time for calls at 414-799-1130. Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, uh, this is uh, Market Watch. Banks should shine among S&P 500 stocks this earnings season. Um, uh, analysts expect banks to be one of the higher or brighter areas of the stock market uh, during the earnings season. Recent economic news has been good. The Dow and the S&P 500 are hitting records. Large U.S. banks, buttressed by strong credit quality, plenty of excess capital, and a more friendly regulatory environment, are expected to do well. Uh, they're expecting financials to be up 4.3%, healthcare to be up 2%, and some other sectors to expect it to do well, too. When you look at your retirement portfolio, uh, again, you should have money spread out in a number of different areas. We like to have an emphasis on technology. We think that's going to continue to do well. But you do have um, uh, the earnings season coming up, and we think that's going to be that because of President Trump's tax cuts, because of like what they mentioned in here, uh, a better regulatory environment, not just for banks, but for a lot of industries. Uh, lower taxes, all those things I think are great for business, and it's showing up in earnings. And that's why, you know, you say, well, the market's been good for 10 years. Is it going to continue? It could. There's no reason why it shouldn't, especially what you look at is a, a low interest rate environment right now, uh, relatively low oil prices if companies are doing any shipping or anything. Um, their cost of, of moving products is, is lower. Um, so there are a number of things. Company earnings are great. So Cynics, though, and, and naysayers would often argue, Jeff, markets are cyclical. Eventually, we got to turn. This has got to turn around. Does it necessarily have to? Well, it, 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 you know, they say what goes up must come right. down. History repeats His, itself. But it always goes back to that. And, and we were just in Australia and New Zealand earlier this year. And that, uh, you know, they've gone 20, I think they said 28 years without a recession. Wow. So, so not that the markets won't go up and down, but even in 2008 and 2009, they came close, but they didn't have back-to-back quarters uh, with negative growth. Um, so it, it, is it possible that it could continue? I think it's possible it could continue. Um, do, will the markets come down? Most certainly they will. But will it be there that will be drastic, some volatility. But it may not be that drastic low point that some people expect. Yeah, I, I don't see that. You never know. Uh, but again, when, when we're putting together our portfolios and we manage almost a billion dollars of assets for our clients, we're still pretty optimistic about the markets. We do have some downside protection, protection, of course, because we're working with retirees but um, uh, and people close to retirement, but we still stay more growth-oriented, um, especially because our clients are living longer and they want to make sure that they're in the market and their assets are continuing to grow as they live longer. Americans are living longer, Jeff, right? Or is it just your clients? Just my clients, primarily. <laughs> <laughs> my clients are at a higher end of the uh, of the mortality spectrum. But if you think about it, I mean, we are living longer, no doubt about it. Babies born today, I read somewhere, and we've discussed this on many shows, but could live to be in ninety five to hundred on average. Hundred twenty, yeah, the on average, average, and up to one hundred twenty. Yeah, up to one hundred twenty. Now think about that. How long are we going to be working if we live to one ten, one twenty? 
beyond 70, beyond 75? I think or do I, we retire like now and just enjoy those 40 years? Well, I, the answer is yes to both. Uh, but one thing that's um, that I think is pretty important, and we see this in our in our practice all the time, unfortunately, Cleveland Clinic is doing a study and that we, uh, is because they're um, – they find that people's bodies are living to 110 and 120, but their minds are not. In many cases, there's uh, uh, onset with dementia, Alzheimer's, yeah. and, and diseases like that. That's true. How so, healthy is that body right. at 110? So, so Cleveland Clinic is doing studies aggressively to figure out how to stretch out the life of the mind as well. Uh, that's an important part of it as well, not just living longer, but the quality of life. Yeah. And, and so when you mention you know, retire now and live 40 years of retirement. Nothing wrong with that either. That's okay. They're going to come up with an app for that. There's an app for everything. That's what they say, right? An app for what? Living to 100? For your brain. Oh, yeah. It'll just be like, click the app, uh, log in your four-digit pin or whatever, and like a reboot of the brain. Wouldn't that be something? You know, I wouldn't put it past them. Just the, the fact that you think about that. There are some things that we thought about even 10 or 12 years ago. 3D and, printers yeah. making livers and but, other organs. Yeah, and some of the things with regard to uh, even stem cell transplants. Just remarkable things that they're doing that you thought, how can they do this? This is science fiction. It's remarkable. There's still no cure for cancer, however. Right. You know, so it, these things take time, obviously. And Jeff's the exciting time to be living. It, no, it is. I, I, I find that all these advances in technology are, are kind of cool. We have time for one more uh, story before. Let's we talk about this. Before the break, I talked about people who were leaving their jobs early, sometimes on voluntarily, sometimes not. And a, a lot of times you get an offer for early retirement, and that offer may include a lump sum distribution from your pension plan. So this is a Kiplinger's Retirement Report article that addresses that. Uh, if your pension plan offers you a lump sum payout, should you take the money and run? Because of recent IRS policy change, we talk about how often retirement rules are changing. More retirees are likely to face that question in the near future. In March, the IRS opened the door for defined benefit plans to offer lump sum payouts to retirees who are currently receiving pension payments. That's a reversal of a 2015 IRS announcement signaling that they want to allow employers to offer lump sum distributions. The recent notice is widely seen as a green light for pension plan sponsors to dangle tempting pots of cash in front of retirees. Paul, you know the answer to this. <laughs> Why would the companies want to dump the pension or give a lump sum to the employees? Cost less for them. Cost less for them. They can dump the responsibility of retirement planning onto the employees rather than onto them maintaining it. It's always, Jeff, follow the money, right? Follow yep. the money. Yep, and if you if they can cut their costs by doing that. So the choice between a pension annuity and a lump sum is a high stakes, generally irrevocable decision. I got to repeat that and, and just highlight it. At the time you have to make that decision, you it's generally irreversible. You can't go back and have a do-over. It's not like a mulligan in golf. We say that I made a decision. I I, or I made a mistake, I took the, the pension, and now I want the lump sum. You have one one shot at that. Um, what does what Trump say? One whack at the apple? <laughs> he was saying that yesterday about the, about the uh, hearings. What does that even mean? I don't know, but he was talking about that. He was talking about the hearings that, to, to go after him for the, the Russian collusion. He said, they have more whacks at the apple. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everybody just kind of stopped think, and looked. I, I think I had an idea of what he was saying, but you have more choice. But you say I have one whack at the apple with love, this. Love or hate <laughs> Trump, he sure is entertaining as a president. I'll say. Man, oh man. Okay, but if you opt 
for the lump sum. You give up guaranteed income that could have continued for your life or your spouse's life. You take the risk and expense of investing the money yourself and raise the odds that you could fall prey to conflicting investment advisors. So there are some things. Companies have continued making lump sum offers to former employees who have qualified for a pension but not yet started receiving their benefit. Uh, Lump sum offers are just one sign of employers' growing efforts to shed their pension plan responsibilities. Talks about making a decision. If you offer the lump sum, you need to think seriously about your life expectancy and the value of your lifetime pension benefits and other guaranteed income streams, among other issues. Be aware that employers don't always help plan participants. They're not going to necessarily tell you what's the best choice. No. And it says for evaluating, for help evaluating a lump sum offer, consider consulting a fiduciary advisor. I guess that would be us. That's the co-investment, co-investment group. group. We act as fiduciaries, always acting in your best interest. Uh, who is committed, committed to acting in your best interest? Um, so that's uh, one place to get advice. We help our clients with that. Another one is factor your spouse and other potential heirs into the decision. A pension plan can provide steady income until the second spouse dies, whereas a lump sum doesn't offer a guarantee that there will be anything left for a surviving spouse. But if you live through both the surviving spouse after both of them are, have passed away, there's still, if there's money left, that can go to an heir, whereas a pension plan does not go to a next generation or a non-spouse beneficiary. So you have to be aware of that. Don't give up on a pension based on fear of employers going bust. This is a thing we talked about a lot, mostly in the early 2000s when there were a lot of um, companies offering uh, early retirement. They were... What about government? Worrying about the you know, same thing for the government, right? Well, you yeah, have a pension com- plan? Right. They were talking about downsizing. Government plans are easy because you can just tax more. So if they, you know, they have the taxing authority that can provide a guarantee for the pension benefit. But if what if you're not a government? What if you're a company? It says, don't worry about the fear of employer going bust. If your former employer is paying your benefits and that company goes bankrupt, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, PBGC, is likely to take over the payments. Almost like the FDIC and banks. Yep. There are limits on the benefits. Uh, a 65-year-old with a single-life annuity and the maximum amount of payment is $5,600 a month in 2019. So if your pension is more than – if your pension is $7,000 a month, you may only get 5600 But for most people, if it's $3,000 a month, that entire pension will be guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about your, your employer going bust, the PBGC uh, – will guarantee that pension. No matter what pension option you choose. And that happens. Companies go belly up, right? Yep. And they think that their pension is gone too. Well, they've had certain requirements. They've had to fund the pension all along. And they've had to file reports to say, how are you funding your pension? So it's not just left up to, to chance. And no matter what payout option you choose, review your most recent pension statement to make sure that you're vested, about your vested status and your benefit calculations are correct. Mm, Good stuff. Uh, And pensions are still around. There are about 15% of companies uh, still have pensions, which is still a fairly high amount, mostly larger companies. Jeff, after the break, 
Time to get a little sexy, right? You, know, you bet. Talk about wealth management. As if this isn't sexy oh, enough. It, it gets better. Don't go anywhere. The sexy segment right around the corner. That is about wealth management and preservation. You can reach out to the Kowal Investment Group in a couple of ways via social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thank you, Paul. The website, <laughs> thekowalway.com, or simply pick up the phone. Good old-fashioned way. Call 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. The Retirement Clinic is back after this on WISN. Okay, it's time, Jeff. Back with the Retirement Clinic. We are going to talk about wealth management and preservation. And by way of background, that stripper theme you're hearing, yes, sexy segment we call it. And Jeff, every week you focus on a different issue, a different, but it's all about preserving your wealth. That's right. Wealth management, preservation segment. This show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And 15 years ago when we started this segment, we thought, uh, you know, a million dollars is a lot of money. If you have $500,000 in your home, if you have $500,000 401k, you're already at a million dollars. If you own your own business, uh, if you get an inheritance, if you have other, if you have property, second home, you might be at $2 million, $5 million, $10 million, $20 million or more. Once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and then pass it on to your heirs if that's what your objective is? Well, this is a, a Wall Street Journal article that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, it's uh, how big must your nest egg be? Um, Glenn Ruffinock has, has been writing about retirement for a long time, and I like a lot of stuff that he writes. And the question is, how can I figure out how much money I need to save for retirement? How big does my nest egg need to be? A good way to think about this is in terms of expenses. At its simplest, a nest egg helps cover your living expenses in later life. Uh, first step is to add up your basic annual expenses. Uh, this is a more complicated way than we do it in our office, but uh, this is a good. Ex- I think it's a good exercise. I think for one, that'll stop people in their tracks is just just adding up what they spend. Uh, I think there'll be some surprises. Uh, if you care enough about your future, you should do it. Um, we do what's called a cash flow analysis in our office, and for the most of our clients. Um, and we've been doing this at, at seminars. We've been doing that at, at workshops that we've done. And in our practice, we say, how much are you bringing home? For most of our clients, when we ask them how much they'd like, they'd like 100%. They'd yeah. like the same amount that they're making now, take home or more. What's wrong with being just a little bit, I don't want to say greedy, but a little bit more wouldn't be bad. Well, most people, the rule the, historically had been, well, I can live on less once I'm retired. But most people, as active as they are, and as we talked about earlier, maybe even retiring earlier, some forced, some not. Um, a lot of them, while they're healthy, while they're active, have some money, why not do spend more in the early years? I would think you do more dining out when you're retired. Just yep. from the people I know that have retired, they're going out to dinner all the time. Yep. Yep. Well, that does that's not cheap. Right. 
And, you know, you, a lot of times you don't put that into the calculations initially, uh, but you should. And especially if, you know, if you, if you plan on our cash flow analysis, what we do is we look at needing to spend extra money in the early years, whether that's for travel or, or going out to eat or whatever it happens to be. More money in the early years, maybe less money later on. Uh, don't forget um, to include taxes you'll owe on withdrawals, voluntary and required, from your retirement accounts and on the income and your taxable assets. Uh, so you're going to have to pay taxes on that. Make sure you, you don't ignore that. You Also, what we see, Paul, is that a lot of times people forget inflation. And even if you put a modest rate in there of 2.2%, you look at a million dollars uh, uh, retirement plan, 4% of that is 40000 I can live on $40,000 a year plus Social Security. So with Social Security, maybe it takes you up to 65000 I can live on that. Well, you probably can now. But what about 10 years from now? What and the about younger you are, the now? more exaggerated it is. If I'm 37 years old and I'm looking at, okay, I can live on forty grand a year. Yeah. Okay, you're 37. What happens when you're 67? That's 30 years away. Right. And you don't take into account inflation. That's a, that's a key thing that can really blow up an otherwise successful retirement plan. Right. Not paying attention to inflation. What's a Big Mac going to cost 30 years from now, right? <laughs> and really, that's something I think about every day. <laughs> Okay, you kind of think about your residual living expenses. You need seventy thousand a year to meet your expenses and pay taxes. You get thirty thousand from Social Security. That's forty thousand dollars in residual living expenses that aren't covered by guaranteed sources of income. You take that forty thousand dollars, multiply it by twenty-five years. That's a factor he uses. I just divide by four percent, and you come up with a million dollar target for a nest egg. So a million dollars at four percent will give you forty thousand dollars a year plus social security, at least. So if you have that, the math, the article goes on to say, the math, of course, isn't a guarantee of retirement success, but at least it gives you a decent shot at it. But you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Jeff. Right now, if I were to look at my life, my lifestyle, and if I still have my same mortgage, car payments insurance, all the bills you pay, add them up, right? Yep. I couldn't live on forty grand a year. Well, then that's, you take a look at what you need to live off of, and that's what the, kind of the article was saying. If you take $60,000 divided by 4%, that math. means a million and a half. And I think that's probably a pretty good number. Uh, you, you supply that or support that with Social Security if you have any other pensions. And that's why we, rather than just doing a rule of thumb like they were talking about in the article, what we do in our office is an actual cash flow analysis. We'll do, we use 2.2% inflation. We'll use a modest rate of growth, 5%. We're not using, not using six, seven, or eight percent. Um, when we also plan, most of our clients, just about everyone feels that the day that they retire is the day that the market is going to tank. Yeah. <laughs> so we like also superstition. Oh yeah, and every one of our clients, regardless of who it is, knows that the market's just waiting for them. The market, whatever that is, is just waiting for them to retire. So we put in a bad timing scenario that says, "What if we duplicate 2008 and 2009 in your retirement?" How's that affect? Can you still retire? Does it still work out okay? So those are some of the key things when you when you work with us that we address all those areas of retirement planning. And if you don't take an intake instead of that uh, Big Mac, I might be eating off the dollar menu, right? Which isn't all that bad either. <laughs> a couple of McChickens, two bucks, I'm done. Lunch, lunch for two dollars. So it always boils down to food with you, Paul. <laughs> It's on my mind. I, I did not eat breakfast today, and I'm actually starving go. right now. Hey, a quick commercial break. Uh, we are on the Retirement Clinic every weekend with Jeff Kowal uh, uh, in Madison, WIBA. There's a Middleton office. And, of course, WISN in Milwaukee. In addition, Waukesha. 
Port Washington and Racine. With inflation, that dollar menu might be the $2 menu. you got to keep that in mind, Paul. No, man. Think of that. <laughs> or more. So you right? still get your chicken. It doesn't have appeal, though, saying like the $3 menu. That's right. It just doesn't sound right. That's right. WIBA Mass and WISN Milwaukee. Market updates every day of the week. When we come back, we'll give you contact information, how to reach out to the Kowal Investment Group. We'll be right back. In the city. Yeah. Eagles. Telling you, go to YouTube, look up New Eagles with, with Vince Gill. All right, all right, I will. Good stuff. True Eagles fans are going, oh, no, no. Anyway, I like it. Good choice for music, Jeff. And a good show. We thank you for listening and calling in and texting. We had a couple texts today and phone calls. Now, off the air, Jeff, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, the best way is to, to reach out to us on the phone at 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. Our international toll-free line is 877 877- Five six zero forty forty. Better yet, though, is to go to our website, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Um, with that, you can click Contact Us. It's a great website, a lot of content there, educational information, a lot of information, an opportunity to, to reach out to us. If you have $750,000 or more or close to or already in retirement, if you have assets scattered all over the place and are trying to find a way to consolidate that, that's one of the biggest ways that new people find out about the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, and, and social media. And so, of course. Uh, and, and yeah, you know that better than anybody, right, Paul? Because you're so up to date with that. <laughs> oh, cutting Fa- edge. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, all those. But again, the Kowalway.com. If you're a do it yourself and just. Uh, pull back and want to be prepared for it, uh, give her a call. And again, if you have questions about your retirement, if you're close to already in retirement, uh, give her office a call. You'd be surprised at the things that we address in the retirement planning process. We call it the streamlined retirement process. Go online at thecoalway.com. Click contact us. Heather will be back to you as soon as possible, and we and we can get you on the schedule. It'll be a lot of fun. Heather is good. She gets back to me She's immediately. She's awesome, yeah. Like, like really on Johnny on the spot. And our entire team from top to bottom. And that's what people I think like is that everybody talks the same language. We're all retirement planning specialists at the Kowal Investment Group. Great show, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Thanks, you too, Paul. We're back next week with the Retirement Clinic on WISM Milwaukee and WIBA in Madison. Thanks for joining us.